Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of the California Angels and the City of Los Angeles, on the occasion of Her Majesty's Royal Visit, please welcome internationally renowned opera star Enrico Palazzo. Yes, he's in the intensive care ward at Our Lady of the Worthless Miracle. Locked in to the latest episode of the Hey! It's Enrico Palazzo Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Part of the Roto Fanatic Podcast Network. Roto Fanatic is here to serve at your pleasure 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Fantasy baseball needs will be met at any time at rotofanatic.com. It's episode 97. Today's show is real simple. I've made a huge mistake. That's what it's all about. We'll talk about the mistakes we've made, whether it's the players we drafted or the ones we didn't draft. Your host, Christopher Deary and Michael Govier will cut the shit and give you the bottom line. Plus, we'll continue with America's favorite new game show, Name That Runner-Up Fab Bid. Also, is it Kalenic or Kelnick? Find out today on the latest edition of the Palazzo Podcast. Take it away, boys! Listening to one of the most controversial fantasy baseball pods in all the realm. Welcome in. I am Michael Govier, MJ Govier, GOV is in Victor IER on Twitter with Chris Deary, C Deary, nineteen ninety nine Deary as in dearly beloved, not the hoofed, antlered bozo animal that runs into your car for no reason. It makes no it's sense. Not, it's not me. It's not you. That's for damn sure. Uh, Plaza Podcast, Brotimeal.com. Plaza Podcast on Twitter, two L's, two Z. Utah. Give me two. Deary, it's Wednesday. The Wednesday show, we do it quick and easy. We get in, we get out. I got a clubhouse event tonight that I'm really excited about. Everybody check in on this. This is going to be awesome. Yeah. Uh, Everybody should have access to clubhouse now because they added the Android version now. So all people, including Android and Apple users, can download clubhouse. And it's part of their main event scheduling at 8 p.m. Eastern time live. So you won't miss it if you try to find it. It's very easy. The guys from the Dingers... Robbie and Ty Childs, two great guys, Canadians too, so it makes them even better human beings than us. It's going to be a great time. We're going to talk about fantasy baseball, the state of the game, wow, how fun baseball is. Alex Fast, Ellen Adair, Chris Welsh, 
Chris McBrien, yada, 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 hosted by Jonathan Mason. I don't know Jonathan Mason, but I will get to meet him tonight, at least in audio form. It's all audio, no video. So it's going to be fun. Do your best to embarrass yourself. Of course I will. That's what I do. Yes. That's my thing. Jasper, good evening. Jasper's uh, become a regular on the show. Jasper, good to see you, my friend. Welcome back. We have another episode where we're going to talk about sad things. More sadness. A lot of sadness here. Yes, I know. This is the song. This is it. This says everything. This is how I feel. This is how we all feel right now from Zach Gallon. He's got a sprained partial UCL in his throwing arm. It's over. They're going to wait a couple weeks and reassess, but it's over. We'll see you in 2023, Zach. Well, let's see. It's 2021. It's May. One year from now, it'll be May of 2022. We'll see him, uh, you know, like uh, August of 2022, maybe. That'd be nice. He could make a playoff push, you know, help your team in the playoffs. At any rate, injuries are here. They're going to ruin your life. We'll talk about injuries. We'll talk about uh, players that are on the men, though. Positive news. Return of the Mac. Name that runner-up fab bid the game show that is sweeping the nation every week. It's just better and better and better. And we're getting better at the game each time we play it. And then a segment we call I've Made a Huge Mistake, which players we drafted or did not draft that we regret. We're going to admit our truths, mistakes we've made, mistakes we wish we hadn't made. It's all going to be put on the table, dearie. You think, uh, you think you're ready for it? You ready to be honest? Yeah, I'm ready to be honest with myself, be honest with the community. Um, more of mistakes of guys I didn't go after than guys I did go after. Because some of the guys I, I went after and aren't doing what I expected, I, I feel like they're going to bounce back or or they've done just enough, the bare minimum to get me by. But there's a lot of guys I missed on that I wish I had. Yeah, that's tough. But, I mean, it's still May. Be May. Oh, it I thought May, we were though. done with it. It's back. Well, it is. It's May, so it is, is May. It we got the pointless when it becomes May. Yeah, when it's May, it's over. Uh, again, I say this every show. So true. So yeah, we got a lot of bullshit to deal with, but of course, we got to fire up the Belvedere music and say, "Hey, thanks to everybody who's been making the show better and better and better." Jasper himself. Right here it says, good to see you guys again. Best show going right in my wheelhouse. Well, thank you so much, Jasper. We're so glad that you found us. And you know how he found us? YouTube. It's that simple. Blazo Podcast. Two L's, two Z's. You type it in. We got the channel right here. It's all ready for you. All of our past episodes, all of our episodes to be, they're all here. And if you click the dinghy bell, along with the sub, you get updated information anytime we go live, which is three times a week. Wednesdays, Fridays, and Sundays. The Fabulous Fab Show, of course. Thank you, Jasper. So glad to have new blood in here, man. It's cool. Jasper is... I don't know anybody. I've never met anyone named Jasper either. Have you, dear? No. No Jaspers in my life. Well, until now. Until now, yeah. That's right. So cool, man. So thanks to Jasper. Thanks to everybody who comes in on the live stream and participates, asks questions. So those of you that are hiding, there's a lot of lurkers out there. Like Icy, at Icy Beal. Always asking questions on the to the Palazzo Podcast Twitter DMs, which... We're happy to answer. In fact, today there was a question about, should I trade for A.J. Pollock and Madison Bumgarner by trading Jock Peterson? Sure. I think that's a great move. Bumgarner looks like he's really kind of found an old groove again. 
What do you think, Gary? Yeah, I think he's stable. I think you're going to pick and choose where, where you start him, but he's he's been consistent. He's going to go deep into games. He may not give you those strikeout returns that you're looking for, but I think you know what you're going to get from him. Jack Peterson's a mess. I don't want anything to do with Jack Peterson. Oh. Okay, well, there you go. See? If you guys ask us questions, whether you tweet it at us directly or you DM us privately, if you're a little shy, you're a little bashful, that's cool. We'll go DMs. People DM me at my own personal Twitter feed as well. MJ Govier, G-O-V is in Victor, I-E-R. You're welcome to do that. And new followers. Thanks to All NBA Bets. All NBA Bets is following us. I don't know much about All NBA Bets, but I have a, a feeling it has something to do with betting. And then, you follow the NBA, Mike? <laughs> I do. I do. I'm still. Have you been paying attention? Uh, playoffs will start here in a couple weeks, so I'll get on board then. They got this play-in game this year, so this will be new. Yeah, it looks like the Lakers and the Warriors might be in the playoff playing game. That's gonna be that'll, wild. That'll be fun. Uh, Oz, I love the NBA. I mean, we actually did an NBA show. It does exist. I don't one. know if it's out we there. We did one the show. <laughs> we did one show. One preview show. It was fun. It was the 2020 season, the 2019-2020 season, right? Yeah. And then it got delayed because of COVID. So. That season went on for a long, long time. But, yeah, we did a show about the NBA. It was fun. We made all our predictions. And we like the NBA. We always have. Going back to our NBA 2K7 days, it's one of the best video games ever was. NBA 2K is still one of the best sports video games out there. So Party people. We're going to get funky. Yeah. Great soundtrack. Mandius at Stick Market Pro 1. Mandius tweeted at us because he was playing Palazzo Podcast. They're not, it says, hey, it's Enrico Palazzo. It doesn't say Palazzo Podcast. So he tweeted his head-to-head matchup of this guy who's called, or girl, it could be anybody. Their name of their team is, hey, it's Enrico Palazzo, with the guy pointing from the Beautiful. naked gun scene. Beautiful. So, we got to connect with that person. I told them, yeah, hey, I told them, tell the dude or whoever you're playing who owns that team, tell them about our podcast. They're born for it. So yeah. I hope that Osmandius did that. I don't. I haven't heard any updates since a couple days ago, but... Awesome. He thought that we were kicking his ass, and I'm like, well, I don't. I went through all my leagues, and I'm like, I don't think so. I, oh, that's I, great. But he had me going for like a half hour. I don't <laughs> see this league. I swear. You thought you were playing him. <laughs> he thought we. Yeah, he thought it was us. Like and I, was, I have so many leagues that anything's possible. So, hey, right, Ozzy Mandius. Good to hear from you. Check in with us. Let us know. Did you tell your team? pal there about us because it's a perfect fit trust me it would have been a perfect fit so oh wendy wendy's a person who asked me questions too now that's wendy not wendy like the burger joint wendy w-i-n-d-y evening boys glad to finally catch a live show it's great to have you here wendy one of a kind good times all right well do we cut all the basics out yeah let's get into the old leading off Today, leading off, we give you our catch of the day, and this catch of the day is very obvious. Uh, It's Logan Gilbert. Logan Gilbert has got the call, dearie. He's going to make his debut. Looks like Thursday. The same day? I don't know. Is he going to pitch Thursday? He's definitely being called up for Thursday, I believe, the same day that Kalenic is making his debut. It looks like he is in line to start tomorrow, and... So we've been saying Kalenic. I believe it's pronounced Kelnick, which I don't like as much. Kelnick? Yeah, I've been hearing Kelnick, like MLB Network. I've heard it on the radio. I've been hearing Kelnick. I like Kalenic better, so I don't know. I don't know about that. Is this. that like Skrelnick? Skrelnick. <laughs> Skrelnick. Yeah. 
Yeah, they're no, both going to be debuting tomorrow, though. They are both going to be debuting. Wow. So are you excited? I am ecstatic. I mean, we've been talking about the Mariners a ton, a ton in the preseason, and uh, they're 18 and 18 right now. They're bringing up two of the best prospects in the game. This organization has an amazing future. And, you know, Logan Gilbert worked his way through three different, you know, levels of baseball, A, A plus, and double A in 2019, and was absolute, absolute stud at all levels. And uh, he's ready to roll. Uh, I'm really excited to see what happens. Um, I do not own him anywhere. He's been picked up in all my all my daily leagues, but I'm excited to see what we get from this six foot six right hander. Yeah, I got somebody asked me a question on my personal account. Uh, hey, should I pick up Gilbert? I was like, hell yeah, get your ass to Mars and pick. I think was it Wendy? Was that you? That was Wendy. Yeah. Wendy, that was you. You said, hey, should I drop Daniel Lynch for Logan Gilbert in a 12-team redraft? And I said, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You don't want to be you high. don't want to be the guy that's late to the game. If you miss out on Gilbert in a redraft and it doesn't work out, maybe he gets sent down. That, that's fine. But if he ends up being electric, like you want to be first to the game. And you want to be the guy that said, I picked him up. Yeah, I mean, you want to get him before he's that one is long gone. Right? Don't miss out. Uh, Jasper has a question here in the live stream, which I tell you guys all the time. If you follow the live stream and check in with us, you can ask real time questions about your fantasy decisions. Jasper was offered Kopik, Michael Kopik, Luis Arias of the Twins for Charlie Blackman today in a 12 team Yahoo League. <sighs> Redraft? Yeah. Uh, no, well, he. Jasper's in a keeper league. I don't know if this is his keeper league or a redraft because I know he started playing Yahoo for the first time this year because he had two old-timey keeper leagues. I think this is the redraft. So Kopik for Arias and Blackman. Oh, it's Kopik for Arias? Throw that back up there. He would get Kopik and Arias. Okay. Uh, Giving up Blackman. Yeah. Okay. Blackman's starting to come around. I love Michael Kopek. I just don't know what his role really is with that team. I think long-term he's a starter. He's been, I've been seeing a lot more from him this year than I expected. Luis Arias, I mean, the guy's going to get on base. He's going to probably bat for a pretty decent average. Not going to give you any power. He's not going to hit any home runs. And he doesn't have any stolen bases yet. So I don't know the fantasy value with Arias. A dynasty, I'm certainly doing it because I don't like Charlie Blackman doesn't have much left, and I think the upside of Kopech is is really really special. But I just I don't know. I think Arias is just like a throw in here. I don't know what he's giving wow. you fantasy wise. Why not? He can put the ball in play. He's a rare modern day player that puts the ball in play. It's weird. it's what upside of being Nick Madrigal, but with no stolen bases. Probably true. Yeah. But there was a lot of runs to be scored. That's it. If he got the playing time every day, you know, they signed a Drelton Simmons to play short. And then Mr. Polanco slid over to second. And Polanco's starting to swing a good yeah, stick he now. He's heating up. So yeah. that's the guy I want out of all those players. Uh, Jasper says I'm a Copic fan. So I'm after him. Okay. He's great. I mean, he's striking out fools like a motherfucker. I mean, he doesn't give a shit about anything. He's dominating. So. But Deary's right. What is the role for the rest of the year? Do they, if they're trying to make a playoff run, do they want to save him for the playoffs? I keep thinking that. So I've actually been against him really being much of a starter for this year. He's going to be a, like a multi-inning guy. I just don't see him getting a lot of starts that will last five to six innings. There's no way. Yeah, he's like the bridge guy. And when they get to the playoffs, he might be a guy who starts a game but only goes like four or five innings to get to the bullpen, which is really good. Yep. Yeah, I... I 
I like the trade, though, because Blackman's got to be shipped out of Colorado. I mean, they're going to clean house. Bozo Burdich is gone now. Yeah. They still haven't hired a GM as far as I last I heard. That organization is so, a mess right now. Yes. Trevor Story could be traded, too. So if Trevor Story could be traded, Herman Marquez, Charlie Blackman, all these guys go. And if Charlie Blackman's not in cores, his value goes down. So I'm a, a big fan of moving off Blackman and taking anybody. So I'm down with the Jasper. I got no problem with the deal whatsoever. I think it's a solid trade. I agree. Agreement here on the Plaza podcast, and so is Jasper. He says, on Arias, he agrees, but he might counter to get a bigger bat. Well, if you can get more out of it, great, but it seems like Kopech's the main piece of the pie there. I gotta tell you, we do this every week. You weren't on the last show that I did with and I got it right, Mark Morrison. I got good, it right job, good job, good job. Took, took you eight episodes, but you got Look it. at me. I finally did it. Yeah. Number one stunner. Uh, yeah, so people on the mend. This is positive news. Instead of all the sadness and all the injuries, let's get excited about the return of, or the debut, Kelnick, Jared Kelnick. Speaks for himself. This guy... I would rather have Kelnick over Wander Franco. Would you? I I three I agree. I think the I think the power is going to be there for him. He's going to steal a ton of bases. I love the lineup he's going to be coming into. It's going to be really interesting to see where he bats in that lineup. I think they're probably slotting him maybe fifth or sixth. But this guy's a five tool guy. I, I like Wander Franco. He's going to be really good too, and we're going to see him at the end of the year. But Kelnick was the guy that I was targeting in all of my my dynasty leagues, and I even went after him in a couple of redrafts. I'm glad he's here second week of May. And he's ready to make this uh, debut tomorrow. And I think we see big things from him early. He can do it all. This guy, he could be like a... Uh, Mike Trout comparisons have been thrown around. He's left-handed, too. He, is he switch it or left? I know he hits he's a, left he's, sure. a, he's a lefty. Yeah, he's just a lefty. Okay, but he has all the tools, man. And everybody's been waiting on this guy. I was not more aggressive with him. I, I got a little lazy in some of my... Dynasty Keeper Leagues. He's 21 years old. He'll turn 22 in July. Six foot, 190 pounds. There's just no gap in his game. There isn't. He truly could be like a Mike Trout. I don't think it's that crazy to make the same comparison. He's hasn't stolen the same amount of bases in the minors, though, like Trout did. I will say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a guy who I, I think he's a can't-miss prospect, and I think in the next two to three years, this guy's a top-ten fantasy player. Yay! And if I'm Woo-hoo! if I'm wrong, he's still probably a top fifty fantasy player. Really? That's if I'm wrong. If I don't think he's a top ten guy. Oh, what if? Wait, wait. What if you are wrong though? That'll be okay. I'll I'll still be happy with wrong! keeping him. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yes. Uh, Wander Franco is a bit overhyped, I believe. That's what Jasper says. Jasper, how dare you! Blasphemy! How dare you say something like that? I don't know if you're allowed to do that at all. Not cool. Whatever, motherfucker! <laughs> it is not allowed here. No, you're right. Juan Franco, a bit overhyped, but probably will fit right into a good role there. He's crushing the ball since Durham started with AAA season being underway. The Durham Bulls, always fun. They killed the team 14-3 last week, and he was a part of the onslaught that night. So Juan Franco's a great player. I'm just saying, I, I think I slightly would take Kelnick over... Franco by a hair, but that's, I mean, who gives a fuck? This, this, these are two yeah. great players. They're both going to be great. They're, they're generational talents. I believe that we're going to see for the next 15 years. That is so fetch. 
Uh, Ian Happ should be back off the IL in the designated time, barring any setbacks. You know, I think they put him more of a precautionary measure because of the collision he had, but the concussion symptoms were subsiding. So we're looking forward to having Ian Happ in our lineups next week at the very earliest, or what's the word? Yeah, it looks like he should be coming off, uh, you know, the 10-day as projected. Uh, you know, ribs, head, everything that happened in that violent collision. But I, <sighs> I'm hoping he comes back and gets back to what I was hoping he was going to be at the start of the season because he's he's been somewhat of a letdown. You know, he, he was, you know, playing center field, top of the lineup, and just was having a hard time making contact with the ball, a lot of strikeouts. They moved him down into the order, started getting it going a little bit. He's getting on base a decent amount, but then, then that injury – came and that little hiccup so he's going to be coming back nico horner's going to be coming back i'd like to see both these guys in the lineup because i mean you can't sit there and play jock peterson in left field all day chris bryant's playing a little bit of center field right now matt duffy over at third david bate at second let's get horner in there at second let's get ian hat back to center field and let's go cubs you know the weekend that injury happened in that red series he hit a three-run home run and i got a little bit optimistic that he was finally going to start getting on the right track and then that happened. So David Ross also says he's a little behind in his process. So maybe he won't be coming back as soon as we hoped. Just make sure you keep up on Ian Happ's process and the concussion-like symptoms. Because those things can linger and linger and linger. Do you have to? Do you have to let it linger? <laughs> there you go. Uh, windy. Windy. It's not Wendy. I, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing it right. Windy. It's very windy out today. Wendy says, what can fantasy managers expect from Logan Gilbert this year? Can you do a quick scouting report on him? Ooh. <laughs> well, we just covered him a couple of minutes ago. I don't know if you went to take a dump or what, Wendy, uh, but we love him. He is very large. He can do it all. There's nothing he can't do. He is someone that we targeted. If you want to know, a guy like Eric Cross. Eric Cross is, you know, he's a prospects guru. He truly is. He's as good as they get. Phil Goyette, who's on the show. We love Phil. We also love Michael Richards. These are all people who know their shit, and they've been on the show. <laughs> love them all. But Eric Cross is a big deal for a reason, because he's been doing it for many seasons. He goes in person to watch minor league games because he lives in a part of the country where he can do so. And me and Eric have had Logan on a 15-team league. This is a tag team league I've referenced on the show many times. It's a 15-team league, two catchers, Roto, standard issue. And we've had Gilbert on our roster for at least a month awaiting <clears throat> his arrival. Mm -hmm. So if you want to know what the best of the best think about it, that should tell you everything you need to know right there. He was drafted in redraft leagues and just held on to waiting for the moment that he was going to come up because it was certainly going to be expected. I guess my only concern is how many innings is he going to get? Um, you know, are we going to see upwards to like 100 innings? And, you know, you think about a guy like Steven Strasburg when he kind of made his, his his debut back in 2010. He got 68 innings. You know, within a couple of years, he was upwards to 160. I think I think maybe you can get 100 innings on Logan Gilbert. We'll, we'll, we'll see. I'm not sure what the Mariners track record is with young arms. They haven't had a young arm like this in a very long time, probably since King Felix. So it'll be interesting wow. to see what kind of leash they have on him. And maybe maybe there might be some uh, you know, management, load management. I think they keep him in the rotation, but maybe it's you know five, six innings, not letting them go too too deep, not letting them go over 80, 80 pitches a game to start off. Yeah, he's gonna be babied, and you should expect that. But he's been trending up because he's worked on his conditioning, and there was a concerted effort to make him a little bit more yeah. durable, even though he's just six six, two twenty-five. So that's the good news. But he's 
got a great fastball, and you throw that in with his breaking stuff, it's party time. I don't see how this guy doesn't end up being an elite player. Barring injury, of course. Barring injury. <laughs> I don't see how Logan Gilbert doesn't end up being the stud of this rotation. Not this year, necessarily. There could be growing pains. But if he gets to go five innings each start, and he could give you eight strikeouts, not have terrible ratios, I think he can actually benefit you this year. Do you think that's the case, Deary? Yeah, I think so. The Mariners are playing good ball, so he's going to be able to get some wins if he can go past, if he can get five innings or above. And, I mean, the question's going to be is, is you know, how late is he going to go into games? Is there going to be some adjustment facing major league hitting? He hasn't seen major league hitting whatsoever. But you're picking him up now in a redraft. You're probably getting a good 10, 11 weeks out of him, and this is like the bulk of, of your fantasy season. Like 10, 11 weeks from now, we're getting close to the playoffs. So... Or, or at least like the stretch run to get to the playoffs. So you, you get you're going to get some time with him where he's going to be able to add some value. Maybe you pick and choose the starts. Maybe you're not pitching pitching against a you know some powerhouse teams, but uh, you know pick and choose the spots with him. I think he's going to be able to give you some value. Everyone's going to be tuning in tomorrow night, and if let's say he goes four or five innings, eight nine strikeouts, no runs, he like there's going to be a lot of buzz going around for this guy. Yeah, and as far as the scouting report, if you want to know the details, you can look it up yourselves. But you did ask, and we try to help. He throws a fastball, slider, and a curveball. The changeup is suspect right now. I don't know if it's gotten better or not. That I can't speak on. But he does have three pitches that he can use that are, some of it's elite, some of it's good. But it, he's not just a two-pitch pitcher, which is good news, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the fact he's six foot six, I mean, that's that's just a workhorse body right there that does not tend to break down. A workhorse body. Damn! That is true. So that's what you can expect from him. I hope it all goes well. He's got everything that you would need from an elite prospect. If you want a comparison, I read, uh, remember Chris Carpenter of the yeah, of Cardinals course. back in the day? Yeah, yeah. big tall I yeah, I saw a comp about, related to Chris Carpenter, who was a great pitcher. He was really mm-hmm. good. He was a playoff warrior, won some World Series, and also could go toe-to-toe with the best of the best in intense situations. So I, I think you comp. get if, if you get prime Chris Carpenter out of that, you'll take that for sure. Yeah, all right. So there you go. There's the Logan Gilbert stuff. Everybody get excited. Everybody start uh, coming in your pants. Woo! Yeah! Uh, Jasper says Phil was a good one the other night. Yeah, I'm glad you guys enjoyed Phil Goyette. Make sure you go to rotofanatic.com because we are part of the Rotofanatic Podcast Network. Check out Phil Goyette's Climbing the Rookie Ladder. It's an updated list of pitchers and hitters. Prospects only, rookies only. So if you're into that shit, we got you covered. That's what we do here. Rotofanatic.com. You're welcome, Wendy. Glad to help you out. He says thanks, fellas. Uh, anybody else here real quickly uh, on the mend here? You mentioned Nico Horner. Uh, Anthony Rendon looks like uh, he took some fielding drills today. He's going to be back when he's eligible, which should be this weekend, I believe. Yeah, they, they need this guy healthy, man. I mean, the top of that lineup's great. You know, Fletcher's been good. Otani, absolutely. MVP case right now. Trout doing the usual. Jared Walsh has been an absolute stud. Like, you're looking at, like, rookie of the year talent right there. Upton, obviously hit or miss. And then it really falls off after that. So you slot Rendon in there, you know, in that top five in the order. And that just boosts up a lineup that's been good, but, like, the Angels are in last place. Like, what is going on with the Angels? Like, this is a team that is built to try to win this year, and they need Anthony Rendon back, especially for the money that they paid him two years ago. Uh, it's all a mess. There's so many teams that are in the hunt. The only teams that are out are the Tigers, 
Rockies, <laughs> and that's it. Seriously, yeah. Yeah, the Orioles true. are hanging around. Yeah. Everybody, if you look at the AL West, the Rangers, the Mariners, they're all like at five hundred. Yeah, yeah. Well, Very I mean, high. which I said like it was going to probably be a four-team race. You know, at least in the first half, I said the Mariners would stick around for a little bit. But even the Rangers, I mean, they're they're eighteen and twenty. They're not doing that bad. By the way, I've pumped the shit out of Shohei Otani, the hitter, all off season long, and to this day, I love him. I love him. I love him. But the pitcher really looked amazing the other night. Ten strikeouts. Sure did. Total dominance. Then he goes was out it, and plays outfield. Was it, was it one walk last night? Yeah, it, it was either it was one like or one zero. Or it walks. was a very low amount. Yeah, and he's been averaging like six, seven walks a game. So yeah, he was he was awesome last night. I didn't start him as a pitcher because I've I've been putting him in. I have in a lot of weekly leagues, and I'd rather have the yeah. hitter all week. And he had walked too many guys in his starts. So I'm like, eh, it's not worth it for the one start. But if he's going to strike out 10 guys and dominate like that, four hits, I mean, that's – and he gives you seven innings. If he's going to – I didn't think he would yeah. pitch seven innings because he wasn't able to last that long. And maybe well, it's yeah, a fluke. His, his start before that, he was really poor, like, early on. I think he watched, walked, like, six guys in three innings. And then he had, like, two really good innings after that and still ended up with a lot of strikeouts. So it's like he just started to get over that hump and get that control back. And the strikeouts are there. But he was he was excellent last night. I scooped him up. I think two, three weeks ago, he got dropped in a, in a daily league, and I hadn't started him until last night. I, I want to know if this was a fluke or not, because the last start, like you said, six walks, seven strikeouts, goes five innings. He hadn't gone more than five innings in four starts this year. So right now, this one walk, 10K outing against Houston, who's should be a pretty good offense. To me, that looks like the anomaly. We need to see this again for me to buy into it. He's not, it's not that he's not capable of it. I just want yeah. the consistency. Yeah, yeah, it's consistency. That It certainly has the talent and the capabilities are there. Be consistent! You should be consistent! Be consistent. Sorry for yelling. I don't know why I'm doing that. Oh, just a high pitch talk. That wasn't a yell. Oh, by the way, you want to hear a good yell? I got a great oh, one no, for you. Oh, no, don't. Take my <laughs> Somebody stubbed their toe. Do you know who that is? No. <laughs> I'll play one more time. No. <laughs> it's Goober Gottfried. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. Okay. From Problem Child. <laughs> oh, okay. Here you go. Do that on when, the Cinema Nine podcast. Problem when Junior Child. shows up. Yeah. <laughs> This is his response. <laughs> oh, man. Problem Child. So underrated. Problem Child 1 and Good 2. Movie. Fantastic movie. Good movie. They're it fun. is. I checked back in a couple years ago. It it holds up. I got more. Uh, I got to add it to the uh, the files here, but I'm working on it. I got some, uh, some Big Ben Healy. It's going to be great. So it's really hard to find the Big Ben Healy drops, though. Oh, no. Big what? Ben. I don't know why. Jack Warden was a trigger. I don't like Frank <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, that's <laughs> Brian says that's the sound you make when you step on a Lego at three in the morning. Yeah, that's about right. That's about right. But that's also the sound you make if you're a Zach Gallen owner or any Luis Robert owner. A lot of you out there. I had a friend of mine in my home league today. He was like, should I trade Lindor for Robert? I told him no. I told him that was ridiculous, frankly, because this is a keeper league. Mm-hmm. Because Robert's hip... That's cause for concern, isn't That's it? Scary. Yeah, I mean, Bo Jackson lost his career to a hip. Would what would would you do that deal? Do you think Lindor for Robert? 
Is... I would not. No, I wouldn't do that. I know Lindor's struggling, but there's no way it's going to be this bad all season. I mean, this is a three hundred million dollar player who's who's going to bounce back. He's on a really good team, and he he's going to come back to earth, and which is going to be pretty good. Maybe the stolen bases aren't there, but like he had a really nice home run the other day. He had that skirmish with uh, McNeil down in the down in oh, the yeah, pen the, there. The, the raccoon. The rat the versus rat? the raccoon. <laughs> yeah, come on. Yo, it sucked. Jeff O'Neill or Jeff McNeil seemed to be really inspired by that event because he was crushing the ball the next couple of games, but then he left yesterday with yeah, bozo cramps. spasms. Yeah. And he's not starting today. So yeah. that sucks. Just when you want to get excited. <laughs> no, I won't do that again. All right. So that, it feels one like that, you, you get one an episode. <laughs> Whatever, motherfucker! You can use that every drop. <laughs> awesome. And you want me to change? Fuck you! Some people are never going to change. And on this podcast, that's how we're always going to do things here. Just like Francisco Lindor, he's never going to change. He will be fine. Just got to be patient. You never trade a person at their lowest value, especially a guy like Lindor. Yeah. Even no, you, for you, a perceived better value. You trade four guys like that. Yes, absolutely. I agree. You're listening to the Palazzo Podcast. We are live on the live stream. You can always find us on YouTube. Palazzo Podcast, two L's, two Z's. You talk. Give me two. And, of course, we do have a Facebook page. We don't really use it very well. We're probably bad at that. I will admit it. Our most action is on the YouTube feed and our Twitter feeds, where you can find my own personal feed and C. Deary 1999. I'm MJ Govier, G-O-V is in Victor I-E-R, and the Plaza Podcast, two L's, two Z's. Utah. But I got to tell you. Give me two. I want to remind you guys again, because this is going to happen in about 25 minutes. If you've never downloaded Clubhouse, take a chance. It's an audio-only app, and it actually takes away. I didn't realize this, but I learned it talking to Robbie from Dinger's podcast. If you don't listen to Dinger's podcast, please do. Robbie and Ty, they're great. They're two Canadians, and they know their shit, and they love Dynasty. So if you're into Dynasty, it's a perfect podcast for you guys. But Robbie was telling me the benefit is that there's no trolls because you can't – there's no typing. There's no There's no chat. There's no side chat or anything. You have like to be the only let, way you can – And you have to be let into the group, right? Well, no, you. Well, it depends on the group. If it's private, yes, but most groups okay. are just open, and you just walk in. That's the cool part. Oh, is, that's right. Oh, here yeah. I am. I'm just yeah, listening. I, yeah, I've, I've I've heard about this. I've heard some crazy shit has gone down on Clubhouse with some celebrities. Oh, really? Yeah, we can dive in further later on that. That sounds interesting, but it does prevent. It makes people be a little more accountable because you can't say anything unless you literally speak it even though there's no video it's, so it's there's, be- there's no it, face I, it's still it's beautiful you want to say something to me don't type it i want to hear you say it right and I, I think that's pretty clever i do think i mean i know trolls are out there it's always been part of the game we don't need to go in that whole bit but it's just something that is different and at first i was a little a little hesitant about clubhouse but it seems like it's pretty cool so download clubhouse it's for all phones now androids and apple and i'll be on at eight o'clock with Alex Fast, who's going to be on this show next Friday, May 19th. So mark your calendars on that one, May 19th. Not this Friday, next Friday. Alex Fast, Ellen Adair, we love Ellen. We love all these people. Chris McBrien, who's supposed to be a legend. Like, he he was in this game, doing this game way before we were, Deary. And he was the song master before I came along, apparently. Like, this guy <laughs> already wrote a billion songs about... And he had a really good fantasy baseball podcast, but apparently gave it all up to just focus on his his career and his own oh, life. Wow. So. Oh, okay. I'm looking forward to meeting him. That'd be great. Yeah, maybe you guys can collaborate. Well, it hasn't been ruled out. I wouldn't rule that out. But, uh, all right, so let's get to, uh, real quickly, name that 
Runner-up fab. Right now on the podcast version, you're hearing great music underneath this. Not on the live stream, because YouTube sucks a big bag of dicks sometimes. Oh, if I say that on YouTube, will I immediately get eliminated? Maybe. Is that how it day. works? It might take a day. I don't, I don't know it, how it works. Does the algorithm know? Like, hey, he said YouTube sucks on YouTube. You're out of here. We'll, we'll find out, I guess. Deary. It was another interesting weekend of bids, and I've got a delicious one for you. <laughs> okay. Go right to a, my TGFBI league. You got a red delicious. Like the, red, mm, yeah, red apple cigarettes. This past week it was supposed to be a slower time, but I found it to be an interesting period for myself. I actually went really wild in the Glarf League, which is the Great Lakes area Roto Fantasy League featuring a ton of analysts. In fact, a new addition just took over our team, Zach Waxman from the Draft Champions podcast. He's now in the Glarf League. Welcome, Zach. Glad to have you aboard. Look at that. Subbed in. That's awesome. But I spent a bunch of money on Rowdy Telez, and Keston Hira was dropped, and I spent three... I spent triple digits to pick up Keston Hira, even mm. though he's still in the minors. Was that crazy? Nah, fuck it. <laughs> He'll, he's okay. gonna, I mean, he's going to be back up. Well, in the ITGFBI League, Tony Gonsolin was bid for $75. Winning bid by our pal Davithius, Dave Swan. Make sure you follow Davithius on Twitter. When's Gonsolin coming back? Uh, Probably in the next... No, he's working back. He's throwing bullpen sessions. He's going to go on a rehab assignment next. He's getting healthy. Probably in the next two to three weeks max. So this is somebody that a lot of people targeted now because you want to get him now before he gets even more expensive. Mm Mm-hmm. Tony Gonsolin, $75. What was the runner-up fab bid for Tony Gonsolin in my TGFBI league, Gary? Ooh, yeah, so Trevor May goes down, so everybody's getting a little hyped up about Gonsolin permanently going to having a spot in that rotation. I'm going to say $53. Dustin May went down, but Trevor May is still healthy. That's oh, did I say Trevor May? <laughs> we hilarious. all make mistakes. It's fine. So what'd you yeah, say? Sh- Sean May. Uh, 53 $53. <laughs> Wow! Holy shit! That's so close. Fifty-four. Oh man, amazing. I'm doing so good. I, I mean, I have, don't have access to see your league or anything like that. So wow, I'm getting good. What did you, what did you have? A few drinks this morning? That's amazing. <laughs> I, I think you did, didn't you? Wow! No, he clearly did not, John Candy. That's incredible. What? A, well done, dear. That's hey. that's good. Give me, yeah. Give it to me. Give me one. All right. Uh, our our uh, podcast favorite. Denelson Lamette goes for $112. What is the runner-up bid? Oh, man. God, that's risky. It's very risky. I'm going to say... Say $103. $67. Oh, boy. I blew that one. Little off on that. Sorry, guys. My failure. Uh, I'll give you one more here. Uh, Somebody to choose from here. Josh Harrison? What? Someone bid $51 on Josh Harrison. Is he really that relevant right now? Good Lord. He's he's playing every day, and he's batting over 300. Uh, I don't like this one. I'm going to go to a different league. Uh, how about this? Let's head on over to my main event league, where people pay $1,700 per entry. The dumbest thing ever. I'm getting killed, by the way. It's the biggest waste of money oh, I've ever. No, I'm sorry. This is devastating. It's devastating. I've wasted so much <sighs> It hurts. That's one stings a bit. But in the main event league I participate in, which is on NFBC.com, Daniel Bard was bid for $172. Name that runner-up bad bid. $172. That's a lot. 
Um, Furry so-so closer at best. Jeez, I'm struggling here. <laughs> $70. I think this was a massive overbid. Not bad. You were on the right track. It was 93. So, okay. yeah, it okay. was a big overbid. Big time. Big time. Wow. Give me one more. We'll move All on. All right. Yeah, there was a ton of bids this week. Just not that many exciting names, but we'll go with one that I actually won. I I got four bids this week. Uh, we're going to go with Jan Gomes. $27. Ooh. I scooped him up. I got a bunch of injuries at catcher, so I needed somebody who's going to start. It'd be a good backstop for me. So Jan Gomes, $27. What is the runner-up bid? Jan Gomes is a nice little stretch there last week. Couple home runs, positive return. I'm gonna say it was twenty-two. Two dollars. I overpaid. Oh, I could have got shit. him for three bucks. <laughs> ah, that's how it goes. That's name that runner-up bad bid, man. I gotta tell you, it's not an easy game to play. Jasper Springer says that he dropped Josh Bell. Can't get a trade for Josh Bell. Wow. That's a sad day. I mean, Josh Bell has struggled a bit. He has not been the... It has not been a resurgence of offense like a lot of people thought, including myself. I was expecting a nice return from Josh Bell this year now that he was moving to a better offensive lineup. But offense is down across the board. I posted about this on Twitter. I would love to talk about this in more detail, but we're running out of time, and I want to get to our final segment. But offense is down. Batting average is down to 234. And it was 245 in 2020, and it was even the 250s in 2019. Yeah, there might be a team that bats under 200 this year. That's named yes. the Tigers. <laughs> it's going to be close. It's going to be really – I mean, there's going to be a team that bats 205 this year. It really could happen. It's ridiculous. So Josh Bell is not alone. It's really weird. The ball has been changed again. It's lighter. And it's not flying as far. And pitching is just dominate. We, I mean, the no-hitters last week was stupid. Wade Miley, he's not a dominant pitcher. I'm just not going to sit here and buy that. Yeah, I think the bigger concern that's been happening over the last few years is just the swings and misses and the amount of strikeouts by these guys. I mean, it's it's. I'd like to see what the average K percentage is in the league. But, I mean, there's so many guys that are good fantasy players that are upwards to 60 or 30% K percentage right now, which is nuts. Josh Bell, 31% K percentage right now. He's 19% for his career. Come on now. I want to I wanna get to June because I want to see if we get some evening out here. But this mm-hmm. doesn't – this looks to be – the April was already a historically bad month, so it's not changing so much. All right, now it's time for our final segment of this show. This is what we kind of advertise. It's called I've Made a Huge Mistake. Whatever, motherfucker! No, that's not it. I've made a huge mistake. There it is. I promise that we need to incorporate more Arrested Development drops in this show because I love that show. How can we not have... There's so many great lines from that show. And it it's just... Time for, yeah, it's time for another rewatch. I usually watch yeah. it every couple of years. I got kind of, like, annoyed by it because... You know, the new seasons came out, and I thought it took yeah. off a little bit of a luster. They shouldn't have what done was, it. Yeah, well, I, I, I could talk about that for a while, but <laughs> it also became like this whole thing in itself, like, and it kind of turned me off for a while. But I was a huge fan of this show. I've seen the, I've seen the first three seasons, or two and a half seasons, a billion times. 
They should definitely be a part of this show. We're going to have more drops from them. This is just a little teaser. But this is called... I've made a huge mistake. And, Deary, why don't you start with your first huge mistake? Is this somebody that you wanted to draft, or is it somebody that you wish you hadn't? This is a guy that I shit on all offseason, wanted nothing to do with him, traded him in the offseason. I know you liked him a little bit moving over to the Padres this year. But it's Blake Snell. I ended up drafting him in a 16-team league. I drafted him in the third round, 42nd overall. And he's doing doing exactly what I said he was going to do this year. So the Ks are up. Walks has just been a mess. 6.23 walks per nine. He's only pitched into the sixth inning once. He has a career-worst barrel rate of 12.2%. Swinging strike rate is down down to 12.2%, 13.7 for his career. He's been excellent against lefties, but he's having a hard time against right-handers. Listen to this. In 3-1 counts, bat, av- batting average against him is 492. In 3-2 counts, batting average is 409. In 2-0 counts, batting average is 487. When he gets Jesus. off to a 0-1 start, so he's got one strike on him, that first pitch, it's 228. It's been his problem the last few years is he falls behind hitters, and that's really when things start to crumble for Blake Snell. Doesn't Hasn't been able to go late into games. I think he's got one win on the season. He's been a mess for me. Took him 42nd overall. Three pitchers I could have had instead of him that went all within the next two rounds. Glass now, Corbin Burns, and Joe Musgrove. I could have had all three of those guys. <laughs> instead, I went with Blake Snell. Wow. And I wanted nothing to do with him. I traded him in a keeper league. I kept talking about how I didn't want anything to, to do with him. Good friend of the Joel of the show, Joel Frederick. A good friend me, of the Joel. <laughs> texted me. Text good friend of the Joel. Joel Joel Frederick texted me that night and he's like, dude, you traded me snow in the offseason. I thought you wanted nothing to do with him. Because he's he's in this, you know, high school league of, of mine as well. And, and then I took him. I'm like, oh well, you know, I, I like the spot I was taking him at. Big mistake. I think he turns it around <laughs> a little bit, but he's not gonna be a top 20 pitcher. Wow. I've made a huge mistake. It's okay, dearie. It's okay. Snell, is a disaster. I mean, yeah, he, I thought there was better days ahead. So far, that was completely wrong, and I take full responsibility for that. Wendy says, Snell just gave up a two-run bomb in cores right on cue, dearie. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's perfect. I said, Coors. you know what? I, I said, fuck it, and I started him tonight. I was like, prove me. <laughs> prove me. Wow. I'm starting you. I, I got a decent lead in the RA. I got some really good other starting Damn! pitching in this league, so I, I, I'm okay. You're a madman. A madman, I tell you. Uh, my guy is fucking Buster Posey. Fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I don't have him anywhere. No yeah. team. Nowhere. I didn't draft him at all. I didn't even... I actually thought about it a couple times in a lot of drafts, but I never committed to it, and it didn't want to cost me anything. He was he was going way, yeah. way down in drafts, and the return you've gotten so far. Eight home runs in a season where offense is getting harder to come by, and a 385 average, more impressive than anything. I, I, I'm just stunned. And he hasn't even had, he's only had 78 at-bats. It's it's ridiculous what the Giants are doing and what Buster Posey do. I mean, I scooped up Buster Posey off the waiver wire in one of my leagues, and he's been my starting catcher since like week three. It's oh, been, it's been I amazing. Think, I think a lot of people did that, especially depending on the size of your league. You're not alone in that area. I, I just have, I mean, Buster Posey was a he was on track to be a Hall of Fame player, but he fell way off, and not just last year, or two years ago, all the way back to like 2017. Mm-hmm. You know, he he hit. 
in 2018, five home runs, five yeah. in 105 games in 448 plate appearances. And he has eight. Yeah, it's now, like it's not even that he's been a great fantasy catcher. He's been a great fantasy player overall, which yes. is just not. This guy is winning people leagues right now. He is absolutely the guy that is a game changer for specific teams that own him. And I, uh, I, I just had no idea that this was coming at all. I've made a huge mistake. I'm an idiot. Deary, give me somebody else. I've been all against this guy the last two years, wanted nothing to do with him. And I am so happy for our good friends, Sarah Sanchez and Andy Cruz, because Chris Bryant is having a fucking rock star season right now. He's been 308, nine home runs, 26 runs, 22 RBIs. He's got 342 ISO, 354 BABIP. The walks are up to 12%. The strikeouts are back to where they were back in 2018 at 23%, which you can live mm. with. His hard hit, hit rate is the best since his rookie year, 43.2%. And the most impressive thing I saw in his stat cast, 17% barrels. His launch angle is down, so he's hitting more line drives and not as many lazy fly balls. And he's been wow. an absolute plus player against fastballs and sliders. He's been absolutely crushing the ball for the Cubs. I hope it continues for him uh, because he's been a really, really great asset for a lot of teams, but not my teams because I avoided him. <laughs> I've made a huge mistake. I'm going to go with Mitch Haniger. I don't have him anywhere, but I really, I think I have him in one league. There was one league where I did draft him, so that was it. But I was really looking at him as a guy who was cheap, and in, particularly in OBP leagues, where his OBP is much better than his average, I was excited about him if he was healthy. And he's proved that he is beyond healthy. I mean, the guy's got another guy with eight home runs. He's producing, and he's staying healthy, too. He has 132 at-bats. That's the big thing. This is a guy who is helping teams win right now. And he was cheap. He was very, very cheap. His ADP was, I remember off the top of my head, it was around you know 300-ish, or, you know, 250 to 300, That's even far than that. If we, yeah. if we, yeah, if we knew then what we know now, he's a top 150 player. We didn't know he's gonna, he was gonna end up leading off for the Mariners. Like he's just a guy that like wasn't talked about in the offseason. Similar to a Shohei Otani that like none of us talked about him on all the pods we were on, all the people that came onto our pods. These two names were not brought up at all, and these guys are fantasy studs right now. Yeah, it's uh, kudos to Mitch Haniger. Mitch Haniger was a great player. I know he was an all-star once upon a time, but his balls got destroyed and he went through hell and back. I mean, the guy went through hell. This is Mitch Haniger in 2019. <laughs> but now he's back and it's an incredibly, incredibly powerful story. Kudos to Mitch Haniger, man. Good for you, buddy. Good for you. Uh, Deary, give me one more. I've made a huge mistake. Uh, it's probably Byron Buxton. You know, I've been away from this guy. You know, I should have believed what happened in the second half of 2020. I know he's injured right now, but the power's there. He's got nine home runs right now, batting 370. He's really kind of the only guy doing much for the Twins right now. And he was someone that was, you know, could have been gotten many times by me. And, you know, where I had him rated, I had him outside of, like, the top 40 for outfielders. And that was just, like, ignorance based on, you know, what we had seen from previous seasons. Now, the problem is he's injured again, which is all that has seemed to happen. Hopefully yeah. he gets on the mend here soon. 
And, you know, I'd like to see him maybe work the count a little more and get on base more so he can use his legs because he does have 20 to 25 stolen base, uh, you know, potential. Uh, he's got five stolen bases already, but he's been absolutely crucial. I mean, he's changed up his swing. He's quicker around to the ball. He's not chasing anything out of the zone anymore. And, you know, I hope this guy can stay healthy because he's a really pr- big primetime player for the Twins. Uh, real quick here, Jasper Springer. We support our listeners and our community members. He wants to know, Hunter Dozier, worth a flyer. Deary, 30 seconds or less. Yes. There you go. Oh, it is. Yes. Yeah. We talked about I him said, two weeks ago. I said the same thing. So take a shot. It depends what you're dropping. I hope it's nothing major, but yeah, he's worth a shot still. There's still power speed combo there that's worth it. Yeah. And if it's an OBP league, I like it even more. Yeah. Poor, poor start, but it's starting to come around. Yeah. I'm going to tell you real quickly that we would love to talk more about this, but I got to go to Clubhouse. It's time to head over to the Clubhouse. It sounds so we go to Mickey's Clubhouse. Yeah, and the, by the way, the Tigers' offense is back from the dead all of a sudden. Yeah, fuck I am that. so fuck pissed. That. Fuck that. Yes, fuck I'm that. A Brady, if you're a Brady Singer owner, you were so pissed after last night. He didn't even get was, hit hard. Didn't even get hit hard. Just a little looper to right field, you know, a, a walk where he got squeezed a little bit. I was so furious last night yelling at the Tigers. Yeah, me too. I felt the exact dear. Could have said it better myself. I I was pissed. I'm like, what? I was banking on the start in like eight leagues. Like, oh, it's gonna be. I'm definitely starting singer against the Tigers. That's well, a, he was dominant the a, first three innings too. <laughs> that's what was the most frustrating. And he didn't get out of the fourth. God damn it! Ah, God, it drives me nuts. You know. And you want me to change? Fuck you! Well, you better change, Brady. Get your shit together. He, hopefully it was bad luck. We don't see that again. I still believe in Brady Singer. Don't panic. But this kind of shit blows you up and it ruins your week. It sucks. It sucks. Ah, let's go out on a positive note, though. We've got a lot of fun coming up. It's going to be a great season still. There's still players that will be making their debuts. Players that are on the mend. Always a pleasure to talk to all of you guys. MJ Govier, G-O-V is in Victor, I-E-R, G-O-V-I-E-R on Twitter. Jasper says, later, guys. Thanks again. White Sox, go Sox. He loves his White Sox. They're looking good. Uh, I wish Adam Eaton would play every day and be better. And he's C. Deary, 1999 on Twitter. Follow us, Plausible Podcast, 2Ls, 2Zs. Utah, give me two. We're always here for you. Thank you so much. We'll be back on Friday, and we'll talk more about... There's a lot more we're covering. On that show, we'll... We'll have more than an hour. We'll definitely get to dive into this. Maybe we'll do more of this segment. We didn't really get to get to everything. Yeah, sure. I think this yeah, is this is an interesting segment, so why not? We can do whatever the fuck we want on the show. It's our show. So Yeah, yeah there's more guys we I want to talk about. Clubhouse, download the app. Check it out. Follow the Dingers podcast. We'll see you guys on Friday night. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. Insane fantasy takes. Why you take Right, lads. Now, I know there's not a faint heart among you. And I know you're as anxious as I am to get into close action. But we must bring him right up beside us before we spring this trap. That will test our nerve. And discipline will count just as much as courage. The Acheron is a tough nut to crack. More than twice our guns, more than twice our numbers. And they will sell their lives dearly. They mean to take us as a prize. And we are worth more to them undamaged. Their greed will be their downfall. England is under threat of invasion. And though we be on the far side of the world, this ship is our home. This ship is England. So it's every hand to his rope or gun, 
Quicks the word and sharps the action. After all, surprise is on our side. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.